Hello and welcome back to Car News Weekly. I'm Harry Murphy. I'm James Toomey and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Car News Weekly, where we have an action-packed episode for you today. Um, so I think, what the f- what are we going to do first, Harry? Or is there anything? Oh, we're going over the liveries, some new liveries. Yeah, so what happened was we pre-recorded this part of the um, of the episode, so it is going to be like snipped in uh, as an audio file, um, but it might sound like it's a bit off date or anything, but it ha- because it has been recorded uh, a few days ago. But um, so don't listen to any any of that and just enjoy the reviews of the liveries. We're just going to be um, so it's four liveries we're going to do there, and then we're going to just finish it up, do the last two liveries when that audio file is in as well. Just to um, to wrap off the liveries because obviously the season has now started. So just to wrap that up, and so we can move on to the next part of the episode. So right now, yes. um, I'm going to cut to the episode uh, and the the liveries, the four liveries that we're going to cover. So we're kind of cutting to that now. The new liveries, and I have to say, starting off with a relatively alright one, actually. It's not it's the, the worst. It's the Alpha It's the Alpha yeah. And I gotta say, I don't like this year's car, and I'm going straight out with that. I do not like it at all. Compared to last year, which I actually thought was a really nice car, uh, this year I think they've really screwed it up. I don't know what it is. But the blue seems really light. I do not like the colour change, everything. I preferred it when it was a darker black. And I really don't like it in that colour. And when I saw it first, I was like, ooh, what have they done there? And as a Red Bull supporter, Alpha Terry are fairly, fairly important as like a junior team. But And I was really disappointed with this because I thought it, it looked really bad, to be honest. I yeah. didn't think it looked good. The white is very, like, there. Like, last year... It was way darker, you know, with the white lettering yeah. and white the the bits of white, which I thought was nice. This year, like, it isn't a disgrace, but like, it's certainly it's not, not as nice not, as last year. Yeah, like. it's definitely not as nice as last year. And the white is just too striking, I suppose. Mm. Definitely, and I I definitely think it is, and like. I can see what they're going there, and it's kind of like a wave on the side, but yeah. it's not a. It's definitely doesn't get a yes from me anyway. That's a definite, definite opinion. Because again, if you look at the, if you look at it, the, as looking at it at the moment, the tires, the rims, which which they're bringing in this year, the rims, it looks like they're gonna be white, and my God, that would be absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Straight off the back there, I'm leaving that out. I think that would be, sickening if you saw white going round on this pale blue kind of car and it does not suit the car. Alpha Tauri, Tauri means bull, right? Alpha is like strong and like invincible and stuff. So that does not look like an invincible or strong bull. That looks like a really weak yoke of a thing that's just going round it yeah. like a young a young cow. It does not look like a bull that's ready to go into battle. It's got its 
It's got a big like nose wing. It's snorting yeah. like in the movies. It does not look like that at all, you know. And that's that's something I don't like about that, you know. Yeah, no, it's certainly not very. It's not striking like when when you're when you're seeing in the first race in Bahrain, if I'm correct. Yeah, um, Bahrain. Yeah. Like if you see the lineup, right? You're gonna see. Oh, look! There's your um. I don't know. There's your Red Bulls. There's your Ferraris or Mercedes. Oh, but there's AlphaTauri. And, and like it, it draws your attention, but not in a good way. In not in a good way at all. We'll definitely. There'll definitely be people, and they'll be like, "Who came up with that paint job? Because that looks absolutely shocking." And I know I for one will be like that because I think if you compare it to something like last year, last year I thought was a really nice car. It had everything going for it. It was black. It was it was a really nice black. And um, if I just I have a picture of it here that I'm looking at, and it looked really nice. You had that kind of you again. You have the wave on the side, but it just suits it better. You've Alpha Tauri on the side. You've you see the kind of the figure eight kind of logo on it. You have the bull on it, and then I think it was just really nice. And I think they've really taken away from that yeah. this year. And if I look at a heads-up image of the Alpha Tauri. The Alpha is in this really thin, kind of strange font, and the Tauri is in big, blocky, horrible letters on the front. Yeah. And, like, that looks so shocking. It is just not nice at all. And i got to say, I was very disappointed with Alpine, with uh, Alpha Tauri this year for that, with that car. Um, and I guess that's what, that's what I'm going to leave the Alpha Tauri review with today, that... What have you done? Basically? Yeah, yeah. Like I thought, it's not as bad in my opinion. Like it's it's fairly similar to last year's one actually, except I think it's the white rims, like in oh, the yeah. in the picture that they uploaded on their website. The white rims really make it look way brighter than it is. Like if they had black rims, yeah. it'd be oh, it's nearly the same as last year, a bit more white. But the white rims really take you away from it. They're like, they're like, it's gone way too modern. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they've it's gone really instead, modern. Instead of going for the dark tone of F one, you know, black track, black tires, most liveries would be dark. They've gone for the white rims and everything like, and yeah, it's just, I know. I, I, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. So I would probably uh, rate it like I don't know maybe. I'd give it six. A, a five or six out of yeah. ten. Like, but compared to last year, I definitely prefer last year's. Yeah, and by the time of this, when. This is up on our Twitter page. We will have the rankings in our personal opinions of what the the cars are. Yeah, and of in. course, they'll come out, obviously, when we're done the, the yeah. reviews of deliveries. But you can obviously be taking notes if you want to be ready. And you're like, actually, I don't need to wait for them to post it on Twitter because I have my notebook here and I'm taking down all their ratings. But you don't have to be like that because we'll do that for you. But just wait for it. When, the, when all the deliveries are revealed, I'll make a post on the Twitter page and with... We- you then see the thing and you can yeah. you can look at that's our opinions and I'll split it in two I'll have James I'll have Harry and then I'll have the combined ratings and stuff underneath as well which should make it and very nice and we can nice. rank them from you know 110 or whatever yeah so moving along to the uh, Williams. Williams the Williams car actually I'm a big fan oh of it oh my god I love it so much and so, I mean that look at that for a car look at the blue and then the white at the front and that little bit of yellow looks so good I love that yellow at the front. I think that's so good. And it really just brings it alive. It's like Williams 
would probably be hoping this year to perform better than other years. And yeah. it looks like they're determined. They still want to be a successful team again, you know? And it just looks so good. And I have to say, it's getting 100% an 8 or a 9 out of 10 for me because I think it's really, really nice. And I don't know if you have it's that no, same opinion. It's probably my favourite so far of the ones we've looked at. Like, obviously, oh, yeah. there's more to come. Uh, Like, this is probably... What is... Yeah, we're just past the halfway point in all the cars. But this is really nice. Like, the at the back, the way it's the pale blue and then it fades into the strong, like, royal blue and then the yellow at the... Yeah. In between the white and the dark blue like so i think personally yeah it's definitely my favorite one so far and i think it's yours as well james am i right yeah oh definitely and like i know we've reviewed some good cars and i really like the mclaren this year uh the red bull's nice as well this year and there's some very nice ones i like the mercedes one this year as well um but i think this would definitely be up there in my top two or three for the best cars so far this year definitely yeah so this car it's really nice and again t with they have the black rims, so it, the rims don't d- take your attention away. Like with the AlphaTauri, it was like that. But like the AlphaTauri, like it, it with the white rims, whether this, you know, it was just a simple black rim with the really thin blue lining on the outside, which I think it's just a nice touch and it doesn't draw your attention away from the car itself. Yeah, and I, I do think it's a lovely car. And for me, 8 or 9 out of 10, as I mentioned. Um, and I think that that is a really really nice car i'm just gonna go to the sponsors there on the side you can see i don't know who they are aquinas as you know i have a temptation for looking up different companies so again another team have another software company sponsoring them aquinas is a software company from switzerland from schaufhausen sorry to any swiss people who i've offended in that pronunciation there but uh, another another software company and this is found. It was founded in two thousand and three, and this is another one. Like, and if I look there, you've got Lavazza with the coffee company. You've got Pirelli. You've got Sofina. I think I can't really see it properly there, um. But yeah, it's really, it's really, it's a nice style. I think it's really nice. Yeah, nice car, best one so far, and now moving on. Oh, one second. Yeah. Sofina are a holding company, and they're Belgian. And their stock price at the moment is 332 euros at the time of recording. And they were founded in 1956 in Brussels. So another fun fact for you about companies, courtesy of James Toomey here at Car News Weekly. And the podcast show. Um, <laughs> not uh, the sponsor show even, sorry, not the podcast show. Um, anyway, moving on, Ferrari. You They've have, gone for a yeah. really dark red colour this year. And Ugh. I personally am a fan of it. James, I think I can't. It I'm not acquainted with you, Harry, but I think it is absolutely horrible. And I'm going to say that with pure meaning in my voice. That red looks like lipstick. It is so dark. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, it's like lipstick Cruella de Vil would wear. It's so like striking and like, look at me. I'm the bad woman in this film. And like, oh, I don't know. Ferrari have said that they're they're really they're gonna try and uh, challenge Mercedes and Red Bull this year, but with that, the paint is not a good first impression with me, and that's my opinion anyway. Like, the it's all right as a car, but I don't like it at all. And my brother is a Ferrari fan, um, and he'll probably be at me for saying this, 
on the podcast, but I just don't like it at all, at all. I, rather than James's hatred for this, I actually like it. I think the dark red is actually nice. I think it goes well with the white and black lettering, as in, like, you know, it fades together. I think, it, you know, the colours go well together, and, you know, usually you have Ferrari, you know, it's yellow and red, like, the main colour is red, but you also have... Uh, yeah, it this, seems this, like they've scrapped yellow here, you know? They don't yeah. have... When you look at the Ferrari logo, it's yellow and black. It's the prancing horse on yellow. But here, it's all red and a tiny bit of yellow. Like, where's the yellow gone? Yeah, well, yeah. So Ferrari would usually be yellow, but as in, no, it would usually be red even, sorry. Like, that's their main colour in yeah. cars. But I see what you mean, James, is in there's, like, no yellow apart from the logo. As in, and that, that's it, the Shell logo on the side. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'm going to go through the sponsors with you. Right now. So the first sponsor that's on the side, and I, I've got a lot of sponsors here. Harry, you can just sit back. I'll, I'll take this part over. We have Santander, which are a Spanish bank of my understanding. And they're, they're the first sponsor. We also have Ray-Ban, the sunglasses company. We have Royal Dutch Shell on the side as well. We have a company called Siva, which I'm going to check out here. Siva are a logistics company as well, which is interesting. The second logistics company. They're from France. Um, and they were founded in 2007. We also have, uh, obviously, the Ferrari logo. We have Richard uh, Mille, or Richard Millie, whatever you want to call it, um, on the side of that as well, which I believe is a Swiss lu- luxury watch company, which is interesting. Um, we also, uh, and then we have, like, a Santander logo on the front. We have Snapdragon as well, which I'm not sure what that is. And I'm going to check that out for you now. And folks, you can skip through the sponsors if you want. Obviously, Snapdragon is a central processing unit on a chip of semiconductor products for mobile devices designed and marketed by Qualcomm Technologies, Inc. There you go. Well, That's Snapdragon in a... Their company their company ranges in central processing unit. That's what they make. Yeah. CPUs. Sorry. And this is not sponsored content, by the way. I'm not being paid by Richard Milley or Ray-Ban. We or... wish we were, though, if you want to sponsor us. For yeah, the give emails us an email and... yeah. if you want to sponsor, because we obviously need that money to keep the show going. Um, but it's not sponsored by Shell, Santander, Richard Milley, Ray-Ban, Siva, or Snapdragon, or anyone else I've just yeah. gone on. But I've just decided to go on that because... I'm just going on there. Yeah. So. so anyway, so yeah, I personally am a big fan of it. It's definitely in my top five out of the ten. Yeah. Like, like it's not my favourite and it's not up there with me. I think, to be honest, it's really, really low. I'm trying to think of the other cars that have been reviewed so far. Um, but to be honest, that and the Alpha Tari are the worst two cars no, that have been reviewed so Alpha Tari is probably my least favourite. I'd have to say the Ferrari's my least favourite, to be honest. But, um, really? Oh, yeah, I just don't like it at all. And I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. But I think we've spent enough time with Ferrari. They've got enough attention on their F175. And let's move on to the car that has the most optimistic dreams of 2022. We have Mercedes, the best car ever built. Uh, that is an unbiased opinion, by the way. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I have um, to laugh at that. And so you can too at home, by the th- way. They've, they've gone back to the old silver. The silver arrows are back. And they've gone for the silver and turquoise colour combination. And, you know, as a Mercedes fan, I'm obviously a big fan but f- of the like colour scheme. But from a neutral perspective as well, James, you can probably yeah, agree I with me. Yeah, I actually do. It's a nice car. I do think it's nice. And 
I have to say, if I look at it up close, it does look very, very nice. Like, if you look at it here, you've got the spikes are the kind of the, some sort of arrows, yeah. which kind of suggest silver arrows, because the arrows are on the silver. Um, you also have that nice little kind of turquoise green kind of thing going sliding along the back, and also on, along the side side, and then on the back wing, you have the Patronus in black, and that turquoise there as well. I really like the wheel rim, rims yeah. of the white circle, then the green circle, then AMG and like kind of squares, and then a yellow little circle in the middle, and black, the black, the centerpiece of that, which is very nice. Um, and it looks it looks really nice, actually. I have to say, I do, I do, as a Red Bull fan, I do like it. And I'm trying to be like a neutral person here for these car reviews, but I do actually like it, even as a Red Bull fan, if I take away all my neutral perspective. I think it's nice. And I know you don't feel this way, Harry. But I prefer the grey to the black. I don't. Oh, no, I agree. I like no. I pr- I like you, the black. Yeah. I I think the black was nice, but it gets old extremely quickly. Like had they brought the black in for this season as well, I think it would have like very quickly gotten old. So the two seasons they had it, it looked really cool. I think you know the color scheme is cool, but looking at it, the grey I personally prefer it. Like yeah. And now, to the very, very special part, that my signature part, it's the sponsored part. You can skip through this, by the way. Yeah, just skip on a minute or whatever. But listen to this, please. Because, first up, we have INEOS, INEOS, okay? And they are a chemicals company. They're registered in London, and they're from the UK. So that's the first company, INEOS. The second com- company, which you'd see on Formula One cars the whole time, on the Mercedes car, sorry, is IWC who are a luxury Swiss watchmaker. So another watchmaker there as well. Petronas, obviously, are an oil company from... Um, I'm not sure where Petronas are from, actually. Singapore, I think. Singapore makes sense, yeah. But they are an, a big oil company. They're Malaysian. Malaysian, yeah. yeah. Um, and they are big, and you'd see a van driving around my local area with a Petronas sign on it. Um, I can never understood what they did, but um, they're an oil company, so that's all you really need to know. And they're all the sponsors, really. So as I promised, one minute. Um, you can if you're gonna skip to somewhere, skip to here. Eight minutes and eighteen seconds. Um, but other than that, it's uh, it's good to go. So I think that's the Mercedes car. All the sponsors wrapped up, and I think we have the ability to now move on to the next part of the show. Okay, so if you're still with us, you've now heard the review of those. Four liveries, they are a bit old the way we reviewed them, but sure, you have rev- heard the review, and I suppose that's the most important thing, isn't it? Yeah. So, just just before we go, you can follow us on Twitter, this at CarNewsWeekly1. Also, make sure to follow us on Spotify, and download the episodes, and share it with a friend. So they're the most important things, so that we can grow, and etc., um, leave us a five-star review on Spotify. You can do that on the mobile app. I know that. And you just click on the, under the uh, podcast, you can just click on like the star logo. Give us a lovely five-star review, and that would be fantastic as well. Anyway, social media is plugged. Moving on, we have two the, more liveries, the Alpha yeah. and Alfa Romeo. Now, so, going on first one, Alpha. Yeah. That Alpine, I actually don't know what to say about it, to be honest. I think, so just as a reminder, the Alpine car, right, for the first part of 2022, so just Bahrain and Saudi Arabia, they have a pink car. 
a fully pink car. Yeah, that's right. I said that. A fully pink car. Now, I don't know how you Racing can do that. Like, I know. It look, and they even have BWT as their sponsor. It is so like the racing point. So like the racing point. They have BWT. Like you would, if you didn't know much about it, you would have said, "Oh yeah, that's the team from whatever season two of Drive to Survive, where you have um, yeah. the racing point." They're obviously back in it now, and because they've got that same sponsor, that same color scheme, it's just like I don't know what to say to it. To be honest, I don't really like it. But for the rest of the year, they've gone with pink and blue. I don't know what to say about that either. It's pink and blue, like... Pink, yeah, it's it's not the best combo, to be honest. Like, there is worse ones out there. There is much worse combos out there. But it, it looks like a stick of bubblegum. Oh, it really does. That's actually a good dis- description. Uh, because if you look at it there, it's all kind of... It's something a 90s kind of livery would have, you know, totally kind of disco kind of vibrant colors like shiny kind of thing um but to be honest i don't really like it at all like it's pink and blue and i don't like that to be honest um yeah that's kind of that's kind of all i really have to say about it to be honest i just don't really like that i don't hate it It's it's not my least favorite um but it's definitely bottom three anyway yeah no it's 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 not great to be honest so before we finish with the Alpine, it's the sponsor show, so I'm going to tell you what different um, different sponsors are on the Alpine, and I'm going to tell you who they are. So to start off with BWT, the one we've been talking about. Uh, BWT, right, they are an Austrian manufacturing company of water treatment systems with its headquarters in Mondsee, wherever that is. I think it's in Austria. Um, I'll tell you now where that is, but it's, so it's, it's a company like that. Now you know where BWT are from, what they do, and yeah, now you know BWT. To move on, the next one is Castrol. Now Castrol is one you'd see on the cars sometimes as well. And what Castrol are is they're a British oil company, uh, according to um, Google, that markets industrial and automotive lubricants offering a wide range of oil, greases, and similar products for most lubrication applications. So that's Castrol out of the way as well. You also have, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's like Mapfree, is that how you pronounce it, Harry? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know what they are, to be honest, because it's not coming up for me um, here. But it says, oh, here we go. So they're an insurance company based in Mayada Honda in Madrid, which apologies to any Spanish listeners. I'm really appalling at that pronunciation. I really, I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah, they're from Madrid. Um, yeah, and they seem to be a pretty big company because their revenue last year was 25 billion. So they can obviously afford to put a big sponsor not uh, played on their car. You have Renault, who I think we all know who Renault are. At this point, if you're a car listener, I do hope you know who Renault are. And then you obviously have DuPont, who are a chemicals company as well. Um, And they just make all that sort of stuff. So they're the main sponsors that are on the Alpine. That is the end of the sponsor show for the Alpine. We'll be back at the sponsor show here um, for the Alfa Romeo in a couple of moments' time. But back to Car News Weekly. Harry, what next car are we reviewing? The final car of deliveries. We are. It is the Alfa Romeo. 
And it looks like the main sponsor is Orlin, and they have a totally plastered all over the car. And yeah. It takes up a lot of the car, but it's a nice livery, actually. I don't mind it. It's like the Monaco flag. Yeah, Poland. I like it. It is nice. Um, It's not too bad. I've seen much worse that have been released this year. Um, one of the things I do like about the Alfa Romeo car is you have the shamrock on the side. I actually don't know what that's supposed to symbolize. I think it's because it used to be Jordan Racing, and Jordan Racing were Irish. I'm fairly sure that's what that's supposed to symbolize, but I don't know. Um, but I like that because it's kind of an Irish symbol on the side, and we always like an Irish symbol in Formula One, don't we? We do. Um, and the red and white combination, pretty nice as well. You've got a good few sponsors on the wing. Like Floki, yeah. Singha, we'll get to them in a moment, but there is a good few. If I look at the front of the car, there's loads on there. They're kind of like the nose that leads down to the front wing. Um, you have ANX on the wheel covers. Yeah, all in are the ones that stand out. They're on the end of the front wing. They're on the side pods, and they're also on the rear wing. So they're obviously paying a few bucks to um to be on that car. Um, yeah. But I do so, like it. I think it's nice. It's, yeah, it's, like it's good. if we just if we give the um Alpine uh something out of ten, I think I'd give the Alpine uh five out of ten, which is low. I I would give it like yeah, actually five is decent because and it's it's not nice. Like we we'll have the ratings one through ten on the Twitter anyway. So. Yeah, so if you follow us on Twitter, that's at Carnews Weekly One, you'll be able to see that. And also, the main reason to follow us as well is you get updates. You know, is there going to be a podcast this week? Is there going to be one next week? What is going to be? Because we drop hints about the next podcast on the Thursday before a new podcast. So if you see that hint, that's just a little kind of sneaky thing, so that you know, okay, that's going to be on. So do follow us on that, just to. Keep that up, and also keep us keep your support for Car News Weekly as well. Yeah. So, yeah, the Alpha I'd probably give it like seven. Yeah, I think so as well. It's it's kind of seven eight for me. I think if I was to do it, I think I'd go seven as well because it's a nice enough car. But I think there's nicer ones out there this year. Yeah. Yeah, there's and- nicer ones to be fair. To move on to the sponsor show, which is my favorite part of the show of deliveries, we have Orlin. So obviously they're the biggest one. Their full name is PKN Orlin. They're an oil company uh, and they're Polish. The corporation is a significant European publicly traded firm with major operations in Poland, the Czech Republic, Slovakia, Germany, the Baltic States, as well as an operation in Canada. And fun fact, their stock price is up 3.2% today. So... If you have shares in Orlin, well done you. And their revenue is 111 billion Polish zloty, which is a fair amount of cash as well. Um, so that's Orlin, because obviously they're a big company. They have loads of um, of things on their, yeah. on their car, you know. To move on to another one, I'm trying to find one here because they're kind of hard to see. If you can see any interesting ones, Harry, please say them to me because i can't actually see one here they don't uh, seem to have too much sponsors actually they don't know um, i'm trying to find out who anx are um if i look them up here company i think they have uh no there's nothing here anyway anx yeah anx I, I, company they don't have much 
No, there's, I, I think it says here, they're a Hong Kong-based financial technology company focused on developing and implementing blockchain technologies. So that's all I've got there. So the, unfortunately, the sponsor show is very short today because there's not much I can actually find about any of them. Um, and that is yeah. kind of, that is pretty much it because they don't have much sponsors. Orlin, obviously, have paid an awful lot of money for that. Um, so that's interesting, I suppose, as well. Um, which is which is which is cool. So, I think we can now move on, can we, to the next part of the show? Um, and I yeah. think that's gonna be. And it's time to move on now to the F one twenty twenty one season review. Now, in the last episode, we reviewed the first four races of the season, which were, of course, Bahrain. I'm fairly sure, anyway. Yeah, Bahrain, Emilia Romagna. Portugal and Spain and now we have another few races to be reviewed so we're going to start off with Monaco so the Monaco Grand Prix was a very good race in my opinion I thought it was quite eventful I don't know what you thought about it Harry yeah it was a decent race um declare who would have been on pole had an issue with his left drive shaft so he didn't even get to start the race yeah I know that was unlucky the Monagas driver just he was like, oh, I can feel his pain there. Imagine the Irish Grand Prix, yeah. you're on pole, you've made it this far, and then something happens and you can't drive, and it's a mechanical failure. It wasn't even your fault. That just makes you feel so yeah. bad, you know? Anyway, and then um, Verstappen led the race at the start, uh, but... Uh, yeah, so Verstappen led the race to start, and it was mostly like that for a lot of the race. Yeah, it was really, you know, Badas was um Badas was trying to defend him and stuff. Oh no, I was trying to overtake him even, but that didn't really uh, it, he wasn't really able to do that to be honest. Um it was quite eventful uh, quite an eventful start. He was trying to um to to attack the start. Um Badas pit Badas pitted then on lap thirty one and what a disaster that was. The left the left tire the, just the, would the not right come front off. Tire. Or the right front tire yeah. would just not come off. It was just stuck there, and Wadas had to retire there. Um, yeah. And then not much happened then. Lap 52, uh, Lando Norris laps Daniel Ricciardo, which must have been pretty painful for Daniel Ricciardo. And that was on lap 52. Yeah, I know. And um, Verstappen wins by nine seconds with signs in seconds. So if we just read out the finishing point of that race. So the full results of that race were... Um, so Max has happened in first position, of course. Uh, Carlos Sainz was uh, in second position. Lando Norris in third. Um, it's just totally frozen on me. Apologies. Azerbaijan. Okay, I'm sorry. This is gone. Okay, but Azerbaijan. Uh, any. So we're in as. One second. Monaco. Yeah, so that was the top three anyway. Um, I, um, so that was fairly interesting. Um, to move on to the next race of the season, which was the Monaco Grand, no, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Azerbaijan. Apologies. Yeah. yeah, and the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, which was a much more eventful Grand Prix. I thought it was actually it was very very much, good. Yeah, it's much more enjoyable. Oh yeah, it was, and I thought it was a good race. Um, and it action started from the start, and it went on through the entire race. So yes. one of my first so, notes here was Leclerc is leading, but Hamilton manages to pass him. Um, so Leclerc got on pole, but uh, 
Hamilton gets to pass him. So Leclerc hasn't had a great time. He, he only finished sixth, I think, in the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, which was yeah. poor for someone who started off on pole position. You know? Um, and then Verstappen passes Leclerc as well. So, and um, numerous other drivers do too. So I think he's knocked down to sixth position. And then Carlos signs huge, huge uh, lockup on his hard tires, and he's just skidded off the track. And there was a yellow flag, um, and that was kind of that bit. And then Lance Stroll, huge crash on this main straight, which we saw with Verstappen as well. Both of them, when they had a huge crash, it was tire failure. Just the tire went, and they were at such speed, and they just went flying into the barrier, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, I yeah, know it was actually a bad crash, and it happened to Verstappen as well. Like I said, it was just almost identical, and that the Verstappen one caused a red flag. So Hamilton was um, overtaking Leclerc on into the first corner, and a huge lockup for him, massive lockup. He goes rolling off the track, um, and that was that was um, that was quite a was huge disappointment for, for Hamilton. Um, because if he if he had kept that one, he could have won the season. You know, so that was yeah, um, well, actually I just remembered um of going off topic here. Uh, yesterday the FIA announced officially that it was human error that Hamilton didn't win. Where so in the oh, in a, in, Abu um, Dhabi Grand Prix. Yeah. Well, that was just human error's fault then, wasn't it? Verstappen's still the champion. That's oh, yeah, all I'm the, oh yeah, no, Verstappen's still. Hmm? Verstappen's still the champion. That's what I'm going to oh, say yeah, no. anyway. They're, they're not pressing charges or anything, but as in that 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 just came in the news yesterday. So I thought that you know. I felt it was a bit unfair though that they fired Michael Massey. I don't know how. I just don't think he deserved to get fired. Imagine like if you were in his position, you had Christian Horner and Toto Wolff like just breathing down your neck, looking for different stuff. You know, like. I don't know. I think I think he was. I think he had to make one decision, and if if he chose one, he would have been favoring the other team. And if he chose another one, he would have been favoring the other team. I think. Um, I suppose he kind of just broke the rules of F one. But anyway, that's besides the That's controversial. We'll get to that in the Abu Dhabi um, review. And then, uh, oh, that will be a fun episode. Um, oh my god, yeah. So yeah, so uh, Hamilton just totally after the restart, just totally went off track and that was the end of the race for him really like he's still racing but he just couldn't get out so he couldn't get any decent points like and then yeah so um that was that was really it for the race at first we had um finishing you know you would like with the Sebastian Vettel and Perez and Perez, uh so when Perez Sebastian Vettel Pierre Gasly, which you wouldn't see them really. It was good. Pierre Gasly had a good battle with Leclerc there on the last lap to try and um, to keep to get that position, and he was able to yeah. get it. So that was exciting as well. Um, yeah. So that that was good because it was last lap drama to get that third position, and Pierre Gasly won it out in the end. So yeah. So that's it for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, and now we will be moving on to the next race, which is. So that would be the French Grand Prix, which um at the start, Verstappen goes off the exit and then Hamilton gets the start and he leads um 
And then on lap 11, Ricardo was going against Alonso. And then um, he also, yeah. and then Alonso passed first. Yeah, and then Norris passed him as well. So if we just recap there, so lap one, Stappen has pole, but he goes off the exit a bit, you know, so Hamilton gets passed. And then going, then going back to it, Ricardo on lap 11, then Alonso tries to get back past, Ricardo tries to get past Alonso, and he does that. And then Norris gets past Alonso as well so that's um that's pretty good as well um so that was that was quite action it was unlucky for alonso because he got two mclarens overtaking him yeah um at the same time you know so yeah, that so was yeah that was that was unlucky turn and to move on he um then uh, lap 20 uh verstappen pulls an undercut on lewis hamilton so gets back out in front which was which was clever um, and it, it was a good strategy. I think um, Mercedes really, no, Red Bull really had good strategies in this race. I think they really, yeah. really, they really worked. And then um, on lap, uh, where are we? On lap, uh, whatever lap it was, Verstappen goes in for another pit stop on a controversial two-stop strategy. But it does work because he's in, and then, because it works because on lap 44, he's already on Bottas, who's only a few seconds behind Hamilton, who's leading, and he overtakes him. That was easy. And then on lap 51 or 52, it's Hamilton and Verstappen battling it out on the main straight. Verstappen yeah. has way newer tyres, way better grip. Everything is much better for him. And he zooms past him. And that is that that's, means Verstappen wins it, uh, Hamilton second, and Bottas third. So that was um, it was actually a really good race. Um, I did think that the French Grand Prix was a good race this year. I'm not a huge yeah, fan of the track, to be honest, but I do think it was a good race this year. Yeah, no, it, it was a decent race, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so, moving on uh, to the last race we're going to be reviewing in this episode um, is, of course, the Austrian Grand Prix. So, Austrian Grand Prix, the Red Bull's home race, um, is a good race. Obviously, we had two races in Austria, so this is the first one. It's not the Styrian, it's the Austrian Grand Prix, so just make sure that uh, that's what we're reviewing now, and we'll be reviewing the Styrian one in the next one. Um, yes. You know, so it's the, it's this Austrian Grand Prix, and the Styrian one will be in the next one, so just bear that in mind when you're listening. So, um, on lap one, right, what we had was we had Verstappen leading the race, Um and then Ocon damages his front wheel. He gets squeezed by the two drivers and his front right wheel just comes off completely. Um, and that causes a safety car. And Perez versus Lando Norris are battling it out. And Norris pushes Perez off the track. And Norris gets a five-second time penalty. He just pushes Perez into the gravel, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was um, he deserved a time penalty. Oh, yeah. But then this is so... I think we reviewed this in one of our episodes in season one. But Perez then pushes Norris out onto the track, off the track. And Perez gets a five-second time penalty. Then on the next lap, Perez pushes Leclerc off the track and gets another yeah. five-second time penalty. So he gets 10 seconds. He's been involved in 15 seconds of time penalties in this race, which is just so much, so much. And he got a 10-second time penalty for that race for pushing drivers off the track. Um which was, some of them were controversial as such, but 
Oh, yeah, really, no. I don't know. I, I, you know, I think he shouldn't have pushed them off. He was, he was in, he was, he was in the wrong. In those, you know, coming from a Red Bull fan, I still think that he was in the wrong for those. And then the final, and then on like two laps to go, Norris zooms past Lewis Hamilton, which was means that Verstappen wins. Uh, Bottas is third, and Lando Norris came third. Bottas is second, and Lando Norris came third. So that was a good result for Lando Norris, who yeah. had a five-second time penalty as well. Um, and had been pushed around by Perez earlier in the race, so that was a good result for him, really. You know. Yeah, it was, and yeah, it was. It, he, 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 he deserved it more than Hamilton, to be fair. Yeah, he did, and he he drove a good race. He got driver of the day from the fans. You know, F one dot com forward slash vote. Yeah. He got driver of the day from that, which was um that was good for him. Um, but he was he was um he drove good on that race, I have to say, and he deserved that um. He deserved that race win, so that was a good drive from him. Oh, not that race win, but the third position. And now Verstappen is pulling ahead in the drivers' championship at the moment. Um, but the the so far of this season, uh, there hasn't been any real controversial moments. But I'm really looking forward to the next one because what we have coming up is we have Austria, Great Britain, Hungary, and Belgium. So obviously the Belgian Grand Prix was controversial and the UK one was controversial as well. So there'll be two interesting ones that are coming up in the next episode. Yeah. So make sure you tune into those as well. Um but I think so that's it for it, another episode, isn't it? I think that's it for season two, episode two. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, follow us on all the socials. That's at Carnews Weekly One on Twitter, because you see so much on there. We're on Google Podcasts. Uh, that's a New development as well this week on Google Podcasts, so you can listen to that. That feed will be in the description below. Spotify, as usual, we're on that. That's our main main usage one, so make sure to give us a five-star review on that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll be back as soon as possible. Um, hopefully, it'll be two weeks. If it isn't, we'll let you know on the Twitter page, so make sure to follow us for all that information. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and I think, is that everything, Harry? That is. Uh, I've been Harry Murphy. I've been James Toomey. Thank you so much f- for listening to Car News Weekly, Season 2, Episode 2, and we'll get you in the next one. Thank you very much. Bye. Goodbye.